Welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. Wherever you find American troops today, you'll find the men of the Transportation Corps. Enough and on time. That's the story we tell you today. The story of the Army Quartermaster Corps. These youthful servicemen are members of the Army's Military Police Corps. One of the most important forces behind the lines. The Army Ordnance Corps. Welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. I am Sergeant First Class Adam Ross, Public Affairs NCOIC here at 19th Expeditionary Sustainment Command. And we are doing a special podcast this week uh, talking about current events, current affairs that can help you. And that is uh, focusing on COVID prevention, COVID-19 prevention. That's a big subject matter here on the Korean Peninsula. And we have two gentlemen in studio who are very qualified to talk about this. One is Lieutenant James Rainey. He is the Deputy Command Surgeon for 19th ESC. Sir, welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome. Nice to be here. Thank you for having us. And we're also joined by Mr. Johan Ahn, who is with our community relations department. And he's an expert on, um, I mean, everything outside our gates, um, not just medical stuff, well, a variety of things. But you know all about um, what will get you in trouble if you don't abide by the Korean restrictions, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so we're going to be hopping around a little bit. we got a lot of important things to discuss. So, sir, we'll start with you. We've seen a rise recently in COVID infections across the peninsula. Who are the most vulnerable to infections right now? Well, the most vulnerable population at this time are those that are unvaccinated and those with previously identified comorbidities. Um, the whole point that we're trying to get across and the reason why we want to encourage those to get the vaccine is as this virus becomes more infectious, those that have the vaccine uh, stops this virus from mutating within its host, and we slow down the spread significantly. Okay. Why is it so important to get as many soldiers and family members vaccinated against COVID-19? Right. So the current mission right now is an urgency to push for vaccinated troops. Uh, for any unit, of course, one of the top priorities is medical readiness. Uh, any soldier who contracts COVID-19, it significantly affects the personnel and the mission sets. Uh, the urgency to encourage soldiers in getting a COVID-19 vaccination is to pretty much ensure that the individual is protected from severe symptoms, uh, also slowing the spread to those that may be unvaccinated or more vulnerable to the virus. Overall, it's going to be our transition to a normal way of life. And one thing you mentioned, sir, protecting, and not only just protects yourself, but protecting the people who, because not everyone can get the vaccine. So, for example, like you're helping kids who, for example, maybe can't get the vaccine. Can you expand on that a little bit? Of course. So, at this time, not everyone can receive the vaccine, just like you said. Um, by this, by us encouraging others to get the vaccine, it is going to protect those that cannot get it. And is that, um, is that like the herd immunity concept? It is. Okay. And so um, what, what, are, uh, what, what are some of the hesitations, I guess, from, from soldiers in getting the vaccines? Like what, what are some, your, some of the commonly asked questions that you're fielding? 
Right. So a lot of common questions that we received about the vaccine itself was, can I get COVID-19 from a COVID vaccine itself? Um, no, there is no uh, COVID vaccine that actually gives you COVID-19. Um, none of the vaccines out there contain the live virus that would actually cause it. So to put it blatantly, no. And the misconception there is like there are some vaccines that, that work like that where they have a little bit of not for COVID, but for other diseases. Right. Or is that a misconception? So what it does is, uh, for example, like the Moderna vaccine, um, what it does is it mimics uh, some of the symptoms that you would have in the COVID vaccine, but it's an mRNA um, protein vaccine. So it is not going to give you COVID-19, but you may experience some of the symptoms of the actual virus itself. You, so, you, sir, we've heard about people getting the COVID-19 virus even after they've been vaccinated. So is that due to the mutations of the virus or what is that due to? Right. So one of the commonly asked questions, another one was, uh, can I get COVID-19 if I get the vaccine? Uh, absolutely. You can get it. However, the chances of contracting, spreading and having severe symptoms are significantly less. So, sir, you're saying even um, it, it'll help you even if you contract the, the virus because you'll have a much better defense against it once it once it's in your body? Of course. Like any vaccine, how it works is it prepares your body and uh, gets its defenses up against the virus itself. And so um, let, let's move over to uh, Mr. On. Um, so we've heard there's been a lot a sharp rise in COVID-19 contractions in korea and with that they've had more restrictions outside the gates of our of our bases so in daegu here what can you tell me about what the re, the current restrictions are for um for people in out in public oh so the uh, korean central government released the revised four-tier social distancing guideline effective uh, since july 1st and uh, to talk about Daegu in specific, the city is right now operating under level two social distancing uh, until this Sunday, 25 July. And with the uh, highest number of confirmed cases released today, uh, which is uh, 1842, uh, we foresee Daegu uh, extending level two, if not higher. And um, uh, by level two, I mean that uh, the city is enforcing a uh, restriction of uh, maximum of four person uh, group gathering. And uh, this restriction will be enforced in Daegu until 1 August as mandated nationwide by the central government. And um, uh, restaurants and cafes in specific are ordered to close at 2300 and all entertainment night facilities, including clubs and bars, are ordered to close at 2300 as well. And so that that can have, um, so when you say no more than four people in a gathering, that means like even in your, your house, like a private residence, um, if you live off post, you could get in trouble if you have like a, a party at your house more. Yes, sir, both, uh, both indoors and outdoors, uh, you have to com uh, completely comply with the restriction of the maximum four person group gathering. And, and that, so that's level two, but we know um, in other parts of Korea, it's a, it's a higher level. So right, right now, Busan is level three. So if, if, if Daegu goes to the same level as Busan, how does that change things? 
So uh, currently, as for Busan, uh, the Busan, the city has uh, elevated their social distancing conditions to level three, uh, effective as of yesterday, uh, 21 July until uh, 1 August. And the key uh, note under uh, level three is that uh, social events such as weddings, funerals, and rallies will be kept at 49 people. So it has to be less than 50 people. And then the restaurants and cafes, including convenience stores or street food vendors, are ordered to close at 2200, while all entertainment night facilities are ordered to uh, cease, uh, close, uh, cease operation without a set time period. Yes. And so basically, if, if, you're, if you're doing any traveling, if you've gotten authorization for your command to travel, just look up what the current uh, level is for that city. And so you know you're abiding by all the... Yes, sir. So uh, based on the uh, city of office, um, the restrictions may differ depending on the location you are traveling. So I recommend that if you're traveling outside Daegu, please look up uh, what local restrictions are um, to be just to be safe. Okay. Well, thank you. And so right now we're going to take a little break and we'll come right back and talk more with Lieutenant Rainey and Mr. On about COVID prevention right here on the Every Soldier Counts podcast. Good day, Area 4. My name is Shalonda Wright, and I am your guidance counselor at the Camp Carroll Education Center. On the 30th of July, we will be hosting our annual summer college fair from 1000 until 1500. We will have our college vendors, and we will also have USO. And with the courtesy of USO, there will be free hot dogs and sodas. So please come out and support and hope to see you there. on the Every Soldier Counts podcast, talking about preventing COVID, uh, making sure we can get back to um, less restrictions here on the Korean Peninsula. We've had kind of a spike in cases um, outside the gates and with, within them too. Um, so we're talking again with, with Lieutenant Rainey, the Deputy Command Surgeon. So, sir, beyond vaccines are great. We're trying to get as many troops vaccinated and family members vaccinated, but it's not just vaccines that are going to to beat back the virus. So what other things can people do to, to prevent COVID? Right. So the lovely analogy I like to use with this is uh, in order to be healthy, you're not just going to do exercise. You're going to eat healthy as well. So same like with this, you're not just going to get a vaccine. You're going to follow a healthy routine of the core tenants, which is uh, mask at the ready, mind the meter and leaving sickly, leave quickly. And so, and what does that mean to you? That, that last one, sir? Right. So another thing is if you're experiencing any kind of symptoms that you're just not feeling well or you know you probably should not be at work, say something. And then if you're showing any of the symptoms, go ahead and get tested at one of the clinical uh, testing sites. And we talked about this a lot, like kind of at the outbreak of the of the COVID pandemic. But the mind the meter part, that might be something people kind of forget a little bit. Why is that so vital to to preventing the spread? Right. So even if you get the vaccine, uh, one of the things is you are not 100% immune from contracting COVID-19, as one of the common questions was. So by that, you know, we still need to enforce 
keeping the six feet social distance per person, um, regardless of your vaccination status, uh, that's just going to help prevent the spread overall. And that's because, you know, if you're so far away that if you, it's, it's expelled from your body through breathing or coughing or something, you can only go so far, right? Right, exactly. And that's still the CDC guidelines that we're following to this day, uh, kind of how you and I are six feet apart right now. That's exactly how we want to keep the process going overall. Okay. And so who are the most uh, vulnerable right now? To Is, is, is basically... Is there a vulnerable population or is basically everyone can can get it e- equally? So, of course, there's more vulnerable populations uh, when it comes to COVID-19, uh, those with compromised immune systems and, of course, the age differences as well. Um, but everyone can get it. There's, uh, regardless if you have the vaccine, everyone can get the COVID-19 virus. And that's why it's so important that we are following uh, core tenants with social distancing, mask wear, and overall sanitation. And are with, with these these spikes in cases are, are the is there like an after action review where pe- where commands or uh, health officials can point to kind of breakdowns in the process that may have led to these spreads? Is that something you study? Uh, yes. So thankfully, uh, we constantly have meetings within our medical channels, um, meetings within our official channels to decide what are the next mitigations we are going to have uh, as far as COVID-19 guidelines. Um, But there's easy fixes that units can do to just improve the prevention of COVID. Uh, Some of these is following CDC guidelines, primarily um, the Republic of Korea's guidelines, as Johan was saying earlier, and then following our USFK core tenants. Um, Right now, what we have is a reducing in manning and maximizing telework during these rising cases. This is very important as well as uh, reducing our mass gatherings, uh, reflecting that on the rock guidance as well, and then always following the social distance measures, sanitizing our hands regularly. Um, those are kind of things we knew from the very beginning, but it's uh, old but gold information. Yeah. And then of course, uh, like I said, if anyone is feeling symptoms going to get tested, it's very, very important that mm. People just admit that uh, going. Okay. And uh, Mr. Ron, coming back to you. Um, so what can you tell me about um, in the other Camp Humphreys is a major base here on Korea. We have some of our units here in 19th, like 94th MP. What are some of the restrictions in the uh, Pyeongtaek area where Camp Humphreys is? So um, basically uh, currently uh, Seoul and Gizma, uh, which includes Pyeongtaek and area one, are uh, subject to a strict restriction of two person in a group gathering after 1800 as they are operating under level four, the highest level from the four tier social distancing guideline. And uh, under level four, uh, all events, uh, including weddings, funerals are prohibited and all rallies are banned except for rallies, uh, rallies consisting of one person. And uh, restaurants, cafes, including convenience stores or street food vendors are ordered to close at uh, 2200. And the, uh, while all entertainment night facilities are ordered to uh, cease operation without a set time period. And um, uh, they will remain under level four until um, Sunday, 25 July as well. 
Okay. So another thing to keep in mind, if you have uh, authorized travel to those areas, right right now it's only official travel, mission-related travel for service members going to, to those areas. Okay. So one, one of the things we're hearing about a lot in the news now is the Delta variant. What can you tell me about that? So the Delta variant is a mutation that COVID-19 virus went through uh, that makes it basically more infectious. Um, and this is primarily because not everyone is vaccinated, right? So when that happens, uh, it allows the virus to survive. And as a virus survives uh, and continues to spread, that's what helps it mutate. Symptomatic. So really, um, the Delta variant is more infectious, but it really, it doesn't change what we're doing here is still focusing on getting vaccines, preventing it by um, abiding by the core tenants, right? Of course. So even though the hospitalization is significantly less with the Delta variant um, and those that have vaccines, um, what we're doing is just making sure that we protect those that are not able to get the vaccines, those that are a lot more vulnerable. And sir, so if you don't have the vaccine, is it easy, it's easy to get it, correct? Yes, and especially if you're here in Korea, there's a lovely little app out there that makes the appointments so much easier to make. Uh, it's from this little app called KOR Health. And when you download it from the Apple or Google Play Store, uh, it's free um, and it's gonna have the the symbol for the 65th Medical Brigade. The As soon as you open up that app, you'll see COVID-19 vaccination appointments. It's that simple. You can go ahead and make it. Um, and then it'll help that much more in getting units to encourage their soldiers and uh, personnel to go ahead and get vaccinated. So again, that is KOR Health. Right, just one word, K-O-R-H-E-A-L-T-H. Okay, sounds good. So it's, yeah, if you don't have the vaccine and you want to get it, it's that's one easy way to get it. Okay, well, I want to thank both you gentlemen for joining us here today. A lot of good information put out about how to cut into this increase in COVID cases across the peninsula. I want to thank Lieutenant Rainey and Mr. On for stopping by, and thank you for listening to the Every Soldier Counts podcast. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>